This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Well, this is Extra Time, Serie A edition. You're with Dan Roebuck and freelance Italian football journalist Daniele Fisichella. We are back after the break for the World Cup finals with all the best bets across match day 16 of the Italian top division. And what a day in store. Get this every single game on Wednesday, the 4th of January from 12.30 local through until 8.45. We've got two games every two hours, pretty much. Ten games in total. Daniele, season's greetings. How are you and what a day in prospect we've got as Serie A returns. Hi Dan, season greetings to you and of course to everyone who's uh, watching. Everyone's playing at the same on the same day because in Italy on the 4th of January is still the festive season. Really the festivity ends on the 6th of January. So it's a day where Italians are not expected really uh, to go to work. It's a holiday day. So it's a great day of football. And we have a big match in the evening, which is Inter-Napoli. There are still four rounds of fixtures to be played to complete uh, Girone d'Andata and everyone expects a new season uh, to begin, a new championship to begin after the World Cup. We go back three World Cup winners into Serie A, of course, uh, Di Maria, uh, Lautaro and Paredes and now the big real stuff begins again. It does indeed. Uh, this is going to be a better's paradise. Uh, this is how all fixtures should be scheduled, if you ask me. Hopefully, yes. you're going to make it pay over the course of the day. And if you're not aware, every single game is broadcast live on the Bet Rivers app. So you can watch every single fixture, get involved in play as well. Always some value to be had. Daniele has five picks for us and the parlay as well, that starts in the early kickoffs. Uh, ahead of the picks, though, Daniele, uh, let's just refresh ourselves of how the futures markets are. Um, we have got Napoli, of course, in top spot. They are eight points clear, uh, and they are minus 225 to win the Scudetto. Milan plus 500, Inter plus 600, and Juventus plus 650. Now, there's still a long way to go. We're not at the halfway point just yet. How do you see the race for the title? Look, Napoli have been amazing so far. They are unbeaten and they cruised past the Champions League uh, group stage. It is a team that has been very much improved despite people thought in the summer losing the legends of Insigne and Mertens was going to affect them. But the team has been built really, really well. Now there are two key games for them. Inter first and then Juventus at the Maradona. You know, not to lose that one, and Napoli is definitely in the driving seat. There is a big 
question mark over Napoli. Spalletti teams normally always suffer a dip in form in January, but this is a different year. There's been a break of the World Cup, and I believe this break is going to help the big teams, especially at the beginning. We're going to talk about this a little bit later. Maybe Napoli need to strengthen the midfield. They might need someone else. Of course, they've not been um, affected by too many injuries uh, so far. Minus 225 is not a great price, but... Probably it's best to take Napoli now rather than wait the two games against Inter and Juventus at the end of the month if you want to get a better price because I think Napoli are not going to lose both of them for sure. Minus 225 short, but we think that they are on course for the Scudetto. When it comes to top four, obviously, uh, Napoli, Milan, Inter, Juventus, uh, they are all minus money. After that, Roma plus 250, Atalanta plus 275, Lazio plus 300. They're in fourth place at the moment. Inter in fifth, but they're third favourites. Can we see any anomalies in the market when it comes to top four? Is there any value to be had at this stage, Daniele? Well, I think if you look at the values for the top four, Juventus uh, could be uh, the value because, weirdly enough, despite being a point above Inter and having beaten them 2-0 already, remember, in Italy, the head-to-head counts if you come to uh, the same uh, points, not the goal difference, they are on plus 110 to finish above Inter. That's really weird. Maybe because Inter have finished above Juventus for the last uh, two seasons. And considering that Juventus now in the new year should get back the top guns. Uh, Chiesa, of course, uh, Pogba. So no more alibi. But there is another question mark on Juventus. The issues outside of the pitch, the financial issues, the investigation of the magistrates on the financial fair play could basically change the um, the situation. Could Juventus be excluded from the European competition next season? So again, you never know what's going to happen and how this is going to impact on Juve. But it's a good price, plus 110 to finish above Inter. If they finish above Inter, I think they finish in the top four. Lazio... To finish above Roma, plus 110, they also won the derby against Roma 1-0. If Lazio crashes out of the Conference League, which I don't think they're going to be too really bothered about it, I think there is a very good chance they could finish in the top four, a very solid Lazio, second best defense of Serie A so far. Interesting bets, because if you look on the Bet Rivers website and the Bet Rivers app, you will see those general markets match bets between those teams, Inter against Juve and also Lazio against Roma, and plus money for Juventus to finish ahead of Inter, Inter minus 155. And for Lazio, as Daniele has just reminded us there, they are the second favourites, Roma are favourites to come out on top in a head-to-head with their uh, capital counterparts. So just another a little way that you can get involved when it comes to the outright selections. Let's crack on with this brilliant Wednesday that we've got coming up in Serie A. We're going to start with Torino Verona. Uh, first selection here is 2.30 local, 8.30 Eastern. If you're listening in the States and watching in the States, which I know many of you are, Torino minus 122, Verona plus 3.30, draw plus 2.60 here. Over and under mark, minus 110, overs minus 124, unders Verona a bottom at the moment, Daniele. Eight points from safety. This looks like home banker material to me. Torino win and under 4.5 goals, plus 110. That's my pick. So a Torino win with not too many goals, but again, a 3-1 win. 
banks you plus 110. One defeat in the last five for Torino, a, fin a team that has finished in a high, beating Milan and drawing against Roma. Okay, Torino are not the great scorers. They only score 16 goals in Serie A. They don't have a recognized number nine, although the return of Miranchuk definitely helps them. But between Sanabria and Pellegri, who's, by the way, absent, they haven't scored many, but they got a strong defense at home. Only four goals conceded, second joint with Inter. Only Juventus conceded less goals at home home three and they are an aggressive side uh, they haven't had many players going to the world cup Juric is doing a good job he's a team that really presses high and can impose the rhythm Verona worst defense of Serie A minus eight from salvation 10 consecutive defeats conceding 20 goals in the process so it's very easily done average of two goals conceded per game uh, they're going to be without Faraoni without Illich we are by far the best midfielder I don't think they got a great midfield to control games anyway they've been slightly unlucky in the last few games under the new manager Bocchetti I cannot see them really getting too much out of um, Stadio Olimpico of Torino Torino win and under 4.5 goals so again a 2-1 win a 3-1-1 for Torino will bank you plus 110 if you've played that, incidentally, on every single home game for Torino this season, you are in profit. And all five of Torino's home wins have been under four and a half goals this season. Let's move on to Roma Bologna, 4.30 local. So we move on once again in terms of time. Roma minus 162, Bologna plus 4.25, draw plus 300. The goal line here once again set at over under two and a half, plus 102 overs, minus 141 unders. This is seventh versus 10th. Roma without a win in three. Did they need the reset, do you think? Do you think Jose Mourinho was thinking, this is an opportunity for me to get my players back, the ones that didn't go to the World Cup and work with them ahead of the restart? I think they do because also they get Dybala back. And since Dybala got injured, uh, taking a penalty from Roma a few months ago, got injured, almost broke his foot, uh, the, basically the light went off for Roma. They didn't score uh, many goals. Actually, the goal tally is very, very poor. Only 18 goals scored, less than Bologna, by the way, less than Salernitana. Only scored three goals at home in the last four because they lack the creativity, the spark. And I think now they're getting back to fitness, not only Dybala, but Zaniolo and Abram as well who needs to really find himself Abram was basically on the plane to Qatar then he had three dreadful months uh, at the beginning of the season and lost his place uh, in favor of Callum Wilson but uh, Roma for me they are underachievers they are seventh three points behind Lazio and Inter only one win in the last six they lost to Napoli they lost the derby I know the echo of the conference league win is still big and that tells you a lot about the charisma of Jose Mourinho but considering where they are and this is the second season for Mourinho they should do much better at a, a, a team that someone tipped even for winning the Scudetto in the summer of course they are without Wijnaldum we basically haven't seen him Bologna four wins in the last five uh, the change of manager worked with Thiago Mo now they've got a proper uh, style of football, more attacking, more possession-based, always score in the last seven, and they score against top teams. They score against Lazio, they score against Fiorentina, they score against Inter, although they lost 6-1, score against Napoli. Arnautovic is going to play out top, maybe Zirkzi is, is a doubt, but I think they're going to contribute to the scoring here, and I think Roma going to be fired up. Uh, and I'm going to go for an over 2.5 goals plus 102 so again two goals uh, more than two goals and you win plus 102 I think this could be this could be a, a good game Bologna I'm not going to just sit back and defend at the Olympico 
Yeah, last four overs for Bologna and six of their seven away over two and a half as well. Plus 102, plus money for over two and a half goals. We like in Roma versus Bologna. Kicking off at the same time, these are the two 430 local kickoffs. Roma, Bologna and Lecce against Lazio. Lecce plus 265. Lazio plus 110. That could be a price. Draw plus 230. Over and under plus 125 over. But under minus 175 is the favourite here, interestingly. Lazio are third, but they did lose to Juventus ahead of the break for the World Cup. But they seem to be fairly reliable against the rank and file of Serie A uh, this season. And they're fairly decent away from home. Daniele, how do you see this one? I see another goal fest here, or maybe more goals. And I'm surprised that the price for my pick over 2.25 goals is quite high. It's plus 102. So that means if there are only two goals in the game, you only lose half your stake. Probably because uh, Lecce are sturdy, are reliable, are a team that are very well organized. Many people didn't expect them to be so well drilled. But it's also a team that plays with three men up front, Stefezza, Banda, and one between Cisse and Colombo. Colombo is having a very good season, so they are very good on the break. Okay, Lecce spends most of the time in their own half, but they can score. And in fact, they scored against the top teams, Napoli, Atalanta, Inter, Fiorentina, Roma, lost 1-0 to Juventus, hit the post in the last minute. So they deserve at least a goal in that game. And they are plus eight on Cremonese, so plus eight on the drop. They are comfortable. They are where they want to be. Not enough much pressure to go into this game. They're like they need to grind out a result. I think they're going to go for it and they won the last two unbeaten in three Lecce. Lazio, reliable, as you mentioned. Fourth level with Inter. Only lost three games so far uh, this season. Of course, the defeat at Juventus was this disappointing, but when they travel away from home, they are reliable, only conceded four away goals, kept five away a clean sheet, they got the second best defense, but I think, uh, again, they're going to be fired up, and if you look at the, the front three, Immobile is fully fit, Zaccagni and Anderson, you know, with those three up front, you are guaranteed goals, and um, yeah, both sides are injury-free, to be fair, and the, the the best player for Lazio, Milinkovic Savic, only featured in the group stages of the World Cup, so had a lot of time to rest and train, which is going to be key for them. Uh, I'm expecting goals here, and I do like the fact that even with two goals, you only lose half a stake, so you got a little bit of a parachute over 2.25 plus 102. Plus one or two, plus money over two, two, five. Just that caveat there. If it is two goals, you get half your stake back. That's in the Lecce Lazio game, which is 4.30 local. Moving on to one of the games. The next set of matches kicks off 6.30 local. This is Cremonese against Juventus. Cremonese, obviously, the outsiders here at plus 4.50. Juventus, short price, minus money at minus 1.59. The draw, plus 2.95. Over and under market here. Again, two and a half goals is the pitch. Minus 105 over, minus 130 under. Cremonese are not bottom, but they still haven't won so far uh, this season. Juve have been brilliant, of course, in Serie A. They've won their last six. And I guess we've started to trust them, Daniele, when they are short price favourites because they're getting the job done in Italy. They are, and the, despite being uh, far from spectacular, from, far from exciting, 
they done really well. You know, they only they won seven of the last eight. They only conceded two goals against Milan. So all seven of the last eight wins in Serie A have been win to nil. And in fact, they got the best uh, defense in Serie A with only seven goals conceded. They are minus 10 points from Napoli. So this is a great chance for Juventus to shorten the gap with Napoli. Of course, in two weeks' time, they go to the Maradona. And maybe they got a chance to be again in the title race. Now, I mentioned at the top of the show how much the extra issues on the pitch, the fact that the entire hierarchy uh, uh, of Juventus from Agnelli to Nedved um, resigned, how much it's going to affect the, the, the investigation from uh, the judiciary uh, teams in Italy. So that could be a problem. Let's see if Allegri managed to shut uh, the team down from uh, rumors. But yes, they've been, uh, they, they've been good, although away from home, only only four goals scored. So, you know, you can never uh, trust them to score too many goals. Of course, they lost all the three away games in the Champions League, including two, uh, Maccabi Haifa. You will win an under 3.5 goals. That's my pick, plus 110. Because, yeah. I was about to say plus 110. I was just about to ask you about Juventus. I saw them against Arsenal in a friendly. They rather luckily beat Arsenal at the Emirates by two goals to nil. It was a side that didn't have hardly any first-team players. There was an awful lot of youngsters. But there seemed to be a togetherness about that team. And it makes me wonder that because of the off-field problems, do you think that might galvanise the squad in the second half of the season? It could if they manage to have that sort of siege mentality, which, by the way, they're not, they're not being sieged. They've been investigated by the magistrate. I mean, we, we, we don't know what they're going to find out. But maybe that could could, in a way, uh, bring them together. And also, you mentioned the young players. It's very important for Juventus that, they, that they've been able to give minutes to Miretti, to Fagioli, to Ealing, to Soale. In the moment when they didn't have Pogba, they didn't have Di Maria, Chiesa is going to be back for this one. I think Allegri has done a very good job in bringing young players in. Uh, for this one, they're still going to be without Pogba, they might be without Vlaovic, but really, the alibi are finished for Juventus. Now they should get the full squad. They should start delivering. Look, in terms of trends, uh, when we talk about this restart after the World Cup, I know the sample is very small, but if you noticed, in the, in the in England, in the Premier League, all the big teams have won, apart from Spurs. In Scotland, four wins apiece for Rangers and Celtic. In Portugal, Sporting Lisbon and Porto won. In the French League, PSG, Lyon, Lille, Marcel won. Atletico Madrid won. So all the big teams have won after the World Cup. Why? Because they haven't played each other, first of all. But secondly, because I think this break has helped the team to train, has helped the players to rest. That's what they needed. They played far too many games in the lead-up to the World Cup. So I'm expecting the top teams to win and to be fired up again now once they restart, because once the level is the same, once there is no fatigue, once there is no midweek games, the top teams they should come on top against the bottom ones. Of course, there could be, be surprises, but this is the trend I'm going to go for this one. That's why I like Juventus to win. I like Juventus to win by a small margin, maybe to win to nil, win an under 3.5 goals against a team Cremonese that has only scored two goals at home so far uh, this season, despite being fifth for shots overall in target on Serie A. So, you know, I can tell you it's a bit of a lack of quality there, despite the play with two up front. But yes, Juventus win an under 3.5 goals plus 110. That's an incredible stat about Cremonese, given the fact that they haven't won this season. Maybe at some stage they'll start to get it together. They're not bottom, as we mentioned previously. Uh, you talked about the trends and big teams going well across the major leagues in Europe. Well, we've got two big teams, of course, going 
head-to-head in the future on Wednesday in Serie A. It's the late game, 8.45 local. It is Inter against Napoli. Inter are the favourites, plus 135. Napoli, plus 210. I think there's going to be a lot of betters looking to back the league leaders. The draw, plus 235. Over and under here, not surprisingly. Over minus 152. Under, plus 112. Napoli still unbeaten in the league. This is the biggest game of the day. And for Inter, is it their biggest game of the season? Do they need to win this one, Daniele, if they still have ambitions of lifting the Scudetto? At least they don't have to lose, but they're minus 11 from Napoli, uh, considering also the fact that they lost all the head-to-heads in Italy as part from the game against Atalanta. It's really the last chance for Inter. And when I look at the odds, I don't understand why they are so favourites against Napoli. This is a team, Napoli, that have been unbeaten. They beat Liverpool. They beat Ajax twice. They've been the best team in Italy and for large parts, probably the best team in Europe. Maybe it's because historically in the last three, four seasons, Napoli have never beat Inter apart from a Coppa Italia game. So that could take play a part, but really, I don't see a big difference, so it's a very good price for Napoli to win, or maybe the uh, double chance. They both come in good forms, by the way, Inter won 6 out of 7, but they lost to Nil uh, to Juventus, they lost to Roma, they lost to Milan, they lost to Lazio, so in the end, Inter have only won one big game this season, which was one the 1-0 against Barcelona, and this is one of the leakiest defense in Serie A, 22 conceded, 10 more than Napoli, 5 more than new pro- newly promoted Lecce. At the beginning of the season, the question was maybe the problem with Skriniar not renewing his contract and might want to go to PSG. I've confused them. Well, Skriniar still hasn't renewed his contract, so there's got that thing still hanging on. Uh, De Vrij is past his best. He hasn't played many minutes in the World Cup either. Uh, Bastoni is doing well, but you know, uh, I think uh, the Inter are going to have troubles here um, against uh, Napoli. Uh, Napoli are going to stretch them. Uh, Napoli are going to apply a lot of pressure. And uh, Napoli have got uh, one of the best players in Serie A. And again, Cravacelia. And I'm going to go back to my point of top teams and top players delivering. Salah scored, Haaland scored, they didn't go to the World Cup. Uh, for these players, there is no such a thing as a rest. Rest is good. Resting and training is good. They're going to be fired up. And I think Ravascelia, who missed the last three games in Serie A because of an injury, is going to be fired up. My tip here is Ravascelia to score or assist. Plays, uh, pays under than 30. You can play half a unit on it because obviously the price is very good. And if you look at Ravascelia, and he's not a, fl- a flat-track bully. Ass- assist against Liverpool, Milan, Ajax. Also scored two against Ajax. Score against Lazio. Goal and assist in five of six games with Georgia in the Nations League. So big games, of course, for them. And I think on the right-hand side, Dan Fries, who's not really defending prone, is going to have a lot of problems uh, stopping him, considering also there is Ossiman who can clo- who can create some threats. So Napoli, best away team, best away attack, uh, 11 consecutive wins, I'm going to go, I mean, I, I really like the, the odds for Napoli, but I'm going to go for a player's market here. Cravacelli to score or assist, plus 130. Couldn't put you off Napoli at plus 210, but the selection is Cavaliscalia to score or an assist, um, plus 130. Half a unit we're playing here in the 11 matches that he started. He scored or assisted in seven. That works out at 63% or just a little bit bigger. That would be minus 175. So this is a significant value play from Daniele. We're going to finish... With a parlay, Daniele, talk us through this for those that want a four-team parlay uh, for the games on Wednesday. What do you like? Okay, so the four-team parlay, again, putting alpha unit, I think it's... uh... 
Milan to win at Salerno. Again, going back to my theory, big teams started well, good rest. Milan gets a lot of injury players back, the likes of Calabria, uh, Salema Kers, uh, Leao, who hasn't played many minutes in the World Cup anyway. And uh, yes, I think Milan are going to go to Salernitana and win, despite Salernitana doing really well this season. Salernitana, by the way, debuted for Mexican goalkeeper Ochoa, five World Cups. So people think this is the step for his sixth World Cup. Now going and join Salernitana, really interesting signing anyway. So Milan win, Torino win against bottom of the table, Verona, as explained earlier. Juventus win against uh, Cremonese and Inter-Napoli. I think it's going to be a goal fest or a relatively high-scoring game. Over 1.5 goals. As I said, I mentioned, I fancy Cravascelia to contribute to the scoring somehow. For Inter, uh, no Lautaro. First time we're going to see together Dzeko and Lukaku playing together. They only played 23 minutes together this season. Let's see how it does pans out. But obviously Inter cannot afford to lose this one. So Milan win, Torino win, Juventus win, Inter-Napoli over 1.5 goals. Plus 428 alpha unit. The return, it's more than decent. Half a unit uh, for the staking plan. Plus 428 Milan to win, Torino to win, Juve to win, Inter, Napoli over one and a half goals. Let's recap all of uh, Daniele's selections for you because we've got picks in five games. Plus we've got that parlay as well. These are the five games, as you can see. We've got Torino versus Verona. Torino to win an under Four and a half goals, and that trades at plus one ten. We like Roma against Bologna, which is that was a table. over sorry, two sorry and a half then. goals plus one oh two. We'll see if we can get the uh, the screen up again for Here you. Uh, Legge against Lazio plus two twenty five over two twenty five goals at plus one oh two. Here we go. They're about to come on screen once more. And Cremonese against Juventus. Juventus to win an under three and a half goals, which is plus one ten. We promise we'll try and get it up on screen if we can. Our technically minded brains together can't quite manage this. I'll it, uh, can you see again. it? Can you see it? I, not yeah. at the moment, Daniel. <laughs> this is the picks. The These are the picks. I've gone through them. Let's just reiterate. Daniele, you go through your picks. Okay, Torino Verona, Torino winning under 4.5 goals, Roma Bologna over 2.5 goals, Lecce Lazio over 2.25 goals, Cremonese Juventus, Juve winning under 3.5 goals, Cravascelia to score or assist, and there is a parlay. Sarali, Milan win, Torino win, Juventus win. Inter Napoli over 1.5 goals, but now let's go into the table. Just a second, let's get it up. Here we go. Let's see if we can get the table up for you. No, that's the um, part leg yet. <laughs> Sorry. The, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I've, been, I've, been, I've been rusty because it's the, uh, playing the World Cup. No. Yeah, this is it. You've had the rest from this as well. What we can, <laughs> what we can tell you when it comes to um, the uh, there we go. There's that's that was the parlay again. Um, maybe we can get the handicaps table handicappers table for you. What you will see with the handicappers table is that um, we are flying with Serie A over the course of the first 15 games of the season, uh, around about plus 850, I think, over the course of the season so far. And not only that, but Danielle has been in fantastic form over the course of the previous, what, five or six weeks. I think we had something like six, maybe seven weeks winning on the spin, Danielle. So you're back yeah, in did. form is what we're saying. We did, we did. Uh, we sh- I should take an IT course, but so far the, <laughs> <laughs> the betting is being better, I would say. There are people in the background who will magically sort it. Yes, and you, they will. And this, they, this, would never ha- this would have never happened for you. 
Listen, put it this way, you're much better than me because I can't even organize the Zoom meeting. So you're you're way ahead. Look, we will get those graphics put on for you um, if you're not seeing them. Uh, of course, all our selections uh, we've reiterated over the course of the podcast. Danielli, thanks for your company. Um, you are in Sicily at the moment. You've been enjoying some time, enjoying some time with your family. Uh, you're back in the UK over the course of the next week. And of course, we've got plenty coming up uh, with uh, Serie A over the course of January. It's going to be a big week, isn't it? Big uh, month, sorry. Uh, for all Serie A betters. Oh, of course. I mean, we'll be, we should be back on Friday, the 6th of January, because there are games on uh, the 7th. Then there are a co- few Coppa Italia games. It's busy. Jan- January is busy, of course. Daniele, thanks for your company. Many thanks to everyone for tuning in. Don't forget to stay across all of the uh, betting weekly content via at Because We Win. There's been some good selections across all the divisions so far. Fingers crossed when we have this wonderful Wednesday in Serie A, we'll get some decent picks for you. From myself and Daniela, it's goodbye. We'll see you next time. See you later. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.